All right, guys. How y'all doing? It's me, Jake Esso, here with another uh, installment of Confessions, Confessions of the Basement Dweller. And in this episode, we are doing a sort of review synopsis of the game called Far Cry 4. Not Far Cry 3 or the new Far Cry Primal. This is Far Cry 4. It was released in 2008. I mean, shit, November 18th, 2014. Not 2008. And uh, if you haven't played the Far Cry series, it's a first-person sort of open-world shooter-looter game. It's a shooting and looting kind of game. And uh, I played the Far Cry 3 for PS3 and really enjoyed it. It looked kind of cheesy, kind of bro game to me. You're riding on jet skis and parachuting and it's on the beach. And at first I was like, why? I don't want to play this game. It doesn't really look like the kind of atmosphere I would like. And then I ended up renting it from, of all places, Blockbuster when it was still open. And just to see, because it kept getting these good reviews and good reviews and solid reviews and really great reviews. And so I'm like, well, okay, let me try it. And I got to say, I was instantly sort of taken by the game, the gameplay, uh, the characters, the layout, the mission selection, all this sort of thing, the upgradability, the range of different weapons, uh, how you upgrade your characters, abilities. There's a bunch of... And then the storyline was really interesting. And uh, this game, Far Cry 4, is uh, really not much of a far cry from the third game. It's very similar. It's a very similar layout. It's open world with sort of one lead antagonist, and you're sort of a lone wolf who's sort of taken into the goings-on of the area. This one takes place in a sort of made-up country called Kairat, which is sort of off in the Himalayas. And so it really lends itself to a cool open world, like open world experience because you do, you get to go up into the Himalayan mountains for some missions. You're in the f- sort of forest areas. You're in sort of woods, woodsy areas, uh, you know, uh, swampy areas with streams. You're also in sort of really hilly, rocky areas. It has role-playing elements. It has really cool branching storylines. They have also incorporated a sort of like choose-your-own-adventure system where you have to do missions for this resistance who is fighting the lead antagonist whose name is Pagan Min. And I have to say, the voice acting on that character is really good. Really, really good. I'm not sure who it's by, what, what the actor's name is, but it's a really interesting character. He's sort of a flamboyant dictator sociopath who will you know in the opening scene you see him kill one of his own soldiers with a, a pen just sticks him in the neck because they almost injured your character your name is Ajay Gala and you're there to bury your mom's ashes where she was raised and you find out that your father was actually the leader of the resistance called the golden path and you realize that you have to fight and kill pagan men and he's not on your side he's a tyrannical king dictator so that's sort of where the game begins and you start small and you and eventually you can get all sorts of different armaments and weapons and you meet different characters where that you can unlock different uh weapons and such which is really fun you know cuz you get them and then you can upgrade their scopes you can put uh, whatever paint jobs extended ammunition clips uh one of my favorite weapons was a sidearm that was just like a mini crossbow and it was really 
good for stealth missions because it's silent and it also has a really good rate of fire and it's really accurate. So I would use that a lot for just sniping guys out in sort of close quarters. And my favorite weapons usually are the sniper rifles. You can upgrade them to a point where they have a really good rate of fire and low recoil. And so you're just take picking guys off and they don't even see they you don't even see you. And they do have a really fun system which is again a lot like the Far Cry 3. It's very similar. It's a very similar game. Like it's not like I don't know if I would take points off of it, but it's it's basically sort of a redressed version. It's like a, you know why ruin a good thing? I guess is their logic because there's it's very it's almost the same game with you know in a new gen console because Far Cry Three was for PS3, Far Cry Four is for PS4, Xbox One, and uh, and as I go, it's also for PS3. Well, whatever. Um, so it's very, it's, yeah, this upgrading system and the whole outposts and radio towers thing is very similar. You have to sort of invade these outposts that are sort of occupied by the, you know, the bad guys. And you have to go and you take them over and that area becomes your territory, which is kind of fun because you see it change on the map. Anything that's sort of highlighted red is enemy territory, and as you take over the outpost, outpost it becomes like a clear map again. And they did another thing with that with the uh, these radio towers. You take over the radio towers and sort of turn off the sort of propaganda radio, and all of a sudden you click the menu and the fog spreads and it uh, sort of opens up a part of the map to where you can see any sort of uh, hidden chests and secrets and hidden areas in this giant world. I mean, it's a huge world and it's really easy to navigate and get around. You have many different types of vehicles. My favorite vehicle was the uh, sort of gyrocopter where it's just like this one-seater little sort of like almost like the go- a go-kart of helicopters and it's really easy to get around and then the view from up there in the game is quite magnificent it's really cool to watch and you can see sort of enemies driving through in their jeeps and you can fly over all different sort of enemy outposts and there's fortresses that you have to conquer that are sort of just like really challenging outposts sort of like the castles in mario where you know you you do the levels and you get to the castle and you have to storm the castle or in this case the fort and take it over and then that becomes your territory the story itself is good it's not I mean, it's sort of like a basic action movie story. Like, there's not a lot of twists and turns. The most challenging thing or sort of most interesting wrench is the sort of choosing your own path, if you will, where there's two sort of leaders of the resistance, one named Amida and, like, Sanjay or Saigal or something like that, and you kind of choose which mission to take. They offer you different missions in the same sort of level. And, you know, whichever one you take is sort of puts that person in more in charge of the resistance because you're basically the person doing all the heavy lifting for this resistance because you are out of nowhere sort of like the baddest motherfucker on earth just sort of showing up with your mom's ashes. You get a wingsuit, you know, that you see all these guys on TV sort of just flying through the mountains. You get one of those and you can use it to sort of jump off the side of a cliff and you can literally glide through the entire map, which is cool. Uh, you know, there's the, there's the whole sort of uh, item upgrading where you have to kill. It's I don't like it. You have to kill animals and you skin them, and then you can craft better versions of existing. Like you can hold more in your uh, coin purse, you can hold more in your ammo bag, and this sort of thing. And you have to kill like tigers and lions 
in in or no lions in this one, but tigers and like elephants and rhinos. You also kill deer and stuff. Uh, I know I'm not some fucking bleeding heart PETA thing. I just don't like the idea of like the motions of going through skinning a tiger. I don't know, or an elephant, or a rhino, a deer. It's like okay, you, yeah, people hunt deer all the time, but just to make my own fucking handbag, I, you know, I don't, I don't want to kill a tiger, even if it's in a. And they also have this thing where you can sort of disable animations. Like there's certain sort of default animations that you can disable just to cut time through your game, like looting a guy. You can loot people to, you know, get more money and this sort of thing. But you can't disable the skinning animation. And so, okay, I got to kill the tiger to advance the thing, but I don't want to have to watch it be skinned every single time. Tiger, I love tigers. And I love elephants. And I love rhinos. And I don't want to kill them, even in a game. Uh, I don't care. You know, it's not the, you know, so what? I, you know, if I have to do it for part of the game, it's a game. But I don't want to watch it over and over and over every single time. It's just sort of... And bears, you know? I don't want to kill bears, you know? <laughs> Again, that's, that's my own opinion. But, uh, you know, it's it's, it's a fun element of the game. You get all the like range of different things you can do. You can mix herbs together to create these sort of sense-advanced uh, syringes. And you meet these guys, and they're sort of like dopers, like British uh, drug dealers sort of camping out in the mountains and they every time you do a mission with them you uh they teach you how to craft a new uh syringe and they usually get you really high so the whole world looks like a fucking acid trip and those are kind of fun missions in, in themselves uh the one thing that i didn't know like there's no boss battles in i find in games nowadays there used to be a prere- uh, prerequisite for especially first person games and third person games in you know the older consoles the older generations where there's boss battles you're fighting a boss at the end of every portion of the game uh in these games nowadays it's really not the case especially in these triple a games uh correct me if i'm wrong but, you know like assassin's creed you know a lot of the time it's a level the boss is basically like a really challenging level where you have to clear out everybody and then when the time when you get to the boss or the you know the bad guy of the level he basically like you have an option instead of just going and having a cool boss battle it's like would you want to kill do you want to kill the boss or do you want to have dinner with them and it's like well i was just going to kill him like you know most games you just kill the bad guy but and then you're like well what's on the menu like what am i having for dinner and it's like oh have a seat and you can have dinner it's like okay can i just can you guys have like a cool boss battle where i use all of my upgrades and cool weapons and some sort of you know dramatic conclusion they're like no way man we can we have dinner you can have a dinner with everybody it's like well all right i'll have some dinner i'm pretty hungry all of this killing it builds up an appetite uh but overall i like the game i liked it it's very very similar like if you play far cry 3 don't expect a a brand new experience with far cry 4 which i guess if you really liked far cry 3 which i did i loved it i was surprisingly liked it because i really like i said it looked kind of douchey bro style game like uh call of duty or something but it's not it's it's way more a lot more going on than in a Call of Duty game with Far Cry. And Far Cry 4, you know, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Makes sense because they add a lot of stuff. Like there's a repelling a sort of mountain climbing uh, element to it where you can, to get to higher locations, you have a rope and rappel and you climb up and down, which is kind of cool. You know, it's not, it doesn't reinvent the wheel, but it's kind of fun, I guess, you know. 
And lots of cool weapons, and just hundreds of weapons, and b- tens of vehicles, boats, and, you know, it's a big open world game. It's a lot of fun. I do enjoy it. It's a game that I would give, like, an 8 out of 10. Uh, so it gets justice on my scale. It's not, uh, it's not high, high marks, but it's not, it deserves, like, a fair, for my style of gaming, what I like to do, what I like to put my time in, because these games do take... 25 hours to you know beat the campaign i feel like a good game should have a 20 hour single player campaign i don't do multiplayer i just don't have the time i don't have the i don't like the repetitive just bores me so yeah far cry 4 i give it a solid 8 out of 10 and uh check it out i it's game i'd buy you know go to a GameStop, buy a used copy play it through it's a lot of fun you know you're not gonna, it's not going to change your life, but it is. It's a lot of fun, and uh, I think it's a Ubisoft game. They do good work. They do great work. I love Ubisoft. So yeah, Far Cry Four. You can ride elephants. You want to ride an elephant? Play Far Cry Four. Just don't kill the elephant, for God's sakes. I mean, it's an elephant. Even in a game, even a virtual elephant. It's like, don't kill the elephant. Come on. Okay. I love you. All right. <laughs> okay. I love leaving a message on a voice machine. What are you doing? Okay. So that's Far Cry 4. Another uh, installment of Confessions, Confessions of a Basement. Twiller, 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 Twiller. I'll be back with, fuck me, a bunch of different games. Uh, I'm going to do Beyond Two Souls, Last of Us, Arkham Knight, uh, Until Dawn is the game I just picked up, which is really cool. So I'll see you all then. Take it easy, jerks. Jerks.